Welcome to Alive, a Vineyard College ministry with the purpose to awaken students to their true relationship, identity, and destiny in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this message today. And if you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Facebook at Alive Vineyard College Family or Instagram at Alive Vineyard College. Wow, come on. Yo, it was crazy, right? Fall Retreat 2019 was nuts. Uh, and I am super excited for Gwyneth. So, Gwyneth, so where you at, girl? Stand up, stand up, where you at, girl? She made that video way back there. Is that you right back there? Yeah, yeah, she's hiding. Never mind. All right, all right. So I just want to, can y'all give it up for Gwyneth, y'all? She put that thing together. That was a, that was a monster effort and, and, and a dope production, like for real, like really, really good, y'all. Listen, God moved at Fall Retreat, y'all. Someone said, um, just about an hour ago, I guess, we want to see heaven here. We want to see heaven break out here. I ain't playing no games to make that happen. And what's heaven like? We're worshiping. We're basking in his presence, basking in his glory. We can see that here right now. Come on, y'all say the prayer all the time. Y'all say the prayer. I, may, may things here on earth be like it's in heaven. You know what I mean? Like our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in. Y'all know the prayer. Y'all probably say it and don't know what you're really saying. Do you really want heaven on earth? Like, Fall Retreat did something. Fall Retreat did something to the worship team. You seeing some, a little bit of a prophetic flow? Shoot. Listen, I want more of that. I want more Holy Spirit come. More of his will be done. We're going to be talking about Holy Spirit, guys, for the next seven weeks. We're going to be talking about leaning in and understanding what, what, who Holy Spirit is, what he does, his function, his role in the life of a believer. We're going to be talking about that. But, man, I, I am super pumped, super excited. I pray that you, people who weren't there at Fall Retreat, I believe you're going to catch a contact high from people who were there. In fact, you guys might think we're a little off. We're a little drunk in the spirit. You might think we're a little drunk in the spirit. That's okay. I, yeah, there you go. A little drunk. Yeah, I mean, I want to be mo, mo, and mo. Yeah, I get you, sis. I do too. But I don't want anybody to be scared, either, because God isn't a God of, 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 of chaos. He's a God of organized chaos, probably, but He's not a God of chaos. He's not a God to like to, to, to like to make people feel ostracized or make people feel put out of place because we're family in here. You know what I mean? I want you guys to feel family. And if you are not encountering his presence in the next few weeks we are here, we are doing something woefully wrong, crazy, crazy wrong. And we're going to be leaning into the to, to, to Holy Spirit. We talked about God the Father. I was called us live the relationship. If you weren't here early, that's okay. Check the podcast out. In fact, you can check the podcast out for the live to identity fall retreat we just had. 
Every talk is in the newsletter. Every talk is on the podcast. Go hit that up. Catch up with us. For real, because it's good. Anyway, we talk about God the Father, how God has called us alive to a relationship. We talk about uh, the Son, Jesus, how he's called us alive to identity. We lean into that heavy. We, we made some deep deposits into that, right? Okay, and then now we're going to be talking about the third person of the Trinity. Hello, it's Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, man, he is the bomb, y'all, so it's going to get fun. He's like one of my favorite people in the <laughs> Trinity. Don't tell Jesus I said that. <laughs> you know, playing around, playing around. I love them all. Holy Spirit and I got a good relationship, though, because we just love doing the stuff. We love partnering together, and, and you guys are going to be in for treats the next seven weeks. Bring your mama, bring your daddy. <laughs> I'm playing around. Y'all don't have mama and daddy. I'm playing around. It was supposed to be a joke, guys. <laughs> Y'all, like, stiff and everything, like, mm. Jesus, you really want to eat the, you know, I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm just a joke. Uh, but bring your friends, though. Bring, bring your people. Bring people who you feel like need to hear this stuff. Because, guys, what do, I, what do I look like knowing the best news in the world and keeping it to myself? What is that? You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to shine my light just to put it under, under the bed. I'm shining for the world to see. And some people think, oh, it's not about me. Well, it is about you because he's in you. Oh, man, <laughs> I kind of struck a chord with somebody. I'm going to repeat that. Some people think it's all about them when they shine for Jesus. It's not about you. It's about Jesus shining through you. And if you want to stop that shine in you, then you're being selfish. I mean, so, I mean, let's, let's shine for the world to see. We are a city on the hill. Let's shine. I'm not going to let Satan it out. I'm going to let it shine. I'm not going to let trials and tribulations shit out. I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine all the time. You know what I mean? I'm going to let it shine. Let's go, you know? We, 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 need to, we need to stop and you know, get over ourselves. The gospel killed you anyway. So it's not you who live. It's Jesus Christ who live in you. Galatians 2.20 all day. So let's, let's go, and let's, let's learn. Let's, let's, let's glean and grow together. I want to real quick, before I get into the Word, because I'm not even preaching yet. I'm not supposed to be preaching tonight. It's a teaching. It's a teaching I want to give tonight, but it's good. Um, schedule, though, real quick. Let me talk a little bit about just a little housekeeping, because, yo, your boy's going on a cruise with baby girl next week, y'all. <laughs> Woo! Yay! 14 years, son. Let's go. We celebrating 14 years on him. Let's go! You know what I mean? Baby girl and I going on our first cruise, son, Carnival. So anyway, we are, we are going to be on a cruise, and it's going to be good, and we're going to wine and dine and romance and everything, but we ain't going to be here, though, you know what I mean, next week. So that means I'm not going to be here next Thursday. So what that means is that there's going to be a guest speaker here in the building, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. So come through. Pack this place out. In fact, FaceTime me, psych. I'm going to be on the seas. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm just playing around. Come through, though. I would love to have you. Um, we're going to have a guest speaker. I'm not rubbing it in. I'm just playing around. But uh, I'm going to be in a cruise. I'm, I'm going to be gone this weekend and the following weekend and all that week in between. So you're not going to see me at church as well, too. I'm going to be out. I'm going to be missing baptism weekend. But if you are here and you're interested in being baptized, please sign up to be baptized. 
uh, we'd love to dunk you. If it was me, I would keep you under real long <laughs> until I see some light bubbles coming up. Is that you in there or is that Jesus? Is that, okay, Jesus? Okay, you come up. You know, so, you know, make sure you're dead. But anyways, yeah, I've been crucified with Christ, son. So I want you to know weekend, bam, coming first weekend, come through, come through to the live, come through second weekend. I want to see pictures of how y'all packed out the house on Sunday and Sunday, because they missed y'all, you know what I'm saying? They missed y'all. They were like, Clay, second service, we missed y'all. And I'm like, yeah, there was like a big gap in the, in the middle there, wasn't it? But we were at Fall Retreat. I mean, there was probably a few of y'all that came, right? Who, who came last weekend to, to church? Awesome, awesome. Like, two people. Okay, but, but <laughs> that's good. But, but, like, that's, but I'm saying, like, come through. I want to see some pictures. Yo, Clay, we're giving you a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Get a picture on them or something. You know, send me something. Let's have fun with it. But pack it out and show some support to the house. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and also, too, I'm going to intro. Uh, can, I, can I get somebody to run down the book, Hello, Holy Spirit, down to me real quick? Um, but we're going to talk. We're going in uh, and talking about Holy, Holy, I mean, Holy Spirit. Jeesh. Holy Spirit and who he is, what he does. It's going to be really fun. Holy Spirit is probably like, it's, it's really like a really just a fun guy. Yeah, give it up for Raji. Raji. Um, I, um, I got this book here from Di, Di, Di Lehman, the mother of the house. She's a founding pastor. She actually um, birthed the house. She planted the church, which actually now is the Vineyard Church. And so Mama Die is what I call her affectionately because uh, she's a mama, like, like a mama to me. Um, she wrote this book, Hello, Holy Spirit. She loves the Holy Spirit probably more than anybody on the planet that I know. And she wrote this book. If you want to know more about Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, once we're done with these lessons or whenever, we're going to have this for sale at the merch table for the rest of the seven weeks. We're going to be talking about Holy Spirit, guys. Okay, $10, though, a steal, $10. I mean, what? Like, I'd buy, I'd buy this for $10, especially if I want to intro course on Holy Spirit. Easy to read, easy to understand, easy to comprehend. You know what I mean? So let's go ahead and holler at that book. So I'm going to pray, and we're going to go ahead and dive in, okay? Holy Spirit, you are here. You are here bringing the thunder. Thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thank you, Father, for how you, you, you had your spirit there from the beginning and how your spirit loves to play and how your spirit loves to empower, how your spirit loves to do so, 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 so many great things. And I pray, Father God, that we just have a great time just unpacking and learning who the spirit is, what he does, and just may the revelation revelation, the illumination just come and hit us, hit us in the heart, Lord God, and open us to a whole new world like Aladdin style, you know what I mean? Thank you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Like we, like we're not on no magic carpet, but we on you, Lord God. I pray, Father God, that we just get introduced to a whole new world, but in spirit and truth, Lord, but in spirit and truth. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 
Amen. Amen. So, yo, Luke, um, Luke 24, 29. Um, man, so Luke 24, 29, you can click there, you can flip there, whatever you want to do to get there. Uh, you, it will be up on the screen. We are going to be going through a lot of scripture, y'all, an uncanny amount of scripture um, because Holy Spirit just, you know, you just got to understand scripture. I'm just like providing the base. Okay, so y'all don't think I'm just making stuff up, but I'm going to provide a base. But Luke 24, um, 49, man, that's like a long chapter. It's like over 50 verses in that chapter. And uh, Luke, Dr. Luke, he basically records how when Jesus rose from the dead, man, Jesus rose from the dead and stunned everybody. He was like the number one stunner, like he was a stunner. Like he, he just like had everybody like, yo, what is going on? You're alive. And then he's like showing people like, you know, holes in his hands, holes in his ankle, you know what I'm saying? Piercing his, I mean, dude was like blowing everybody away, Okay. Then he came up to his disciples before he leave, after he's like stunning everybody and like, you know, doing whatever. He comes up to his disciples and he says some things. He says some things to his disciples. And here's what he, he says. He says this, and now I will send, this is verse 49 here. Now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes, comes upon you, but comes and fills you with power from heaven. Wow. So, 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 so Jesus is like, yo, listen, I want you guys to do something with, for me real quick. You got to wait. Holy Spirit's going to come. My father promised you something. Holy Spirit's coming on you. Just wait. And the disciples are scratching their head like, yo, what are you talking about, Lord? Just wait. If you want to walk in the power that I walked in, if you want to heal the sick, raise the dead like I did, if you want to do the same, if not greater works that I did, wait till the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Then it's going to give you power, bro. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. What? Where are you going, Jesus? How are you bouncing on us already? You just came back from the dead, bro. You don't want to stay with us? What are you talking about? And Jesus is like, yo, you got to twist it, my man. I cannot stay. If I stay he won't come. Check it out. Check out what he says in John 16, in fact. John 16, 7. Again, I'm going through machine gun scripture. You don't have to click there. It's all going to be on screen. But if you want to just go there, earmark it, go back later. Totally cool. Check out what he says in John 16. He says this. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Yo, Jesus, the Christ, Jesus, the, the Messiah, y'all, is telling his people that it's best for him that I go away. Crazy. Crazy. All right, listen, listen, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm praying that you receive this. I'm praying that you receive this. Check it out. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the advocate won't come. Advocate, a.k.a. At, yo, Holy Spirit got so many nicknames, man. Holy Spirit got so many aliases. Advocate, voice of truth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, I can keep going on, but that's not the point I'm trying to make. What I'm saying is that advocate is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. Jesus is saying, guys, listen, listen to me very closely. I, if I stay, Holy Spirit won't come. 
and y'all will want the Holy Spirit to come. Because the Holy Spirit is like, y'all think I'm awesome? Shoot. Holy Spirit is like, mwah. Holy Spirit's like money. Holy Spirit is like, yo, the bomb.com and all of that, okay? He is everything you guys can anticipate and expect. You, it's best for you that I go take my butt away and go sit at the throne room with my father while Holy Spirit goes ahead and takes care of things with you down here. There's something there to that. Better that Jesus go away, Holy Spirit be here. Oh, wait, wait. Holy Spirit is here with us. Wait a minute. Holy Spirit didn't die with the disciples. Holy Spirit didn't just go away back to heavens because the disciples died. Holy Spirit is still here. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is still with us everywhere we go, in us, through us. He is the God of this world, guys. He is the capital G God, not the little G God of the world, because little G God of the world is, is the enemy. But I'm talking about like God is like powerful. God is the bomb.com and all that. Listen, this is important. So when Jesus left, all the disciples were just waiting for the gift. He was waiting. They were waiting for this advocate. They were waiting for Holy Spirit. Like, okay, I don't know how long we got to wait. He said to wait. So what are we going to do? We're just going to wait. Okay. You're, you know, worshiping and probably breaking bread and eating and all that. Then the day of Pentecost comes. Pentecost. Pentecost means 50th. The 50th day after Passover, after Jesus broke bread with his homeboys and girls and did his thing in Passover 50 days later. That's the day that the Holy Spirit came, the, the gift came, the advocate came upon all the disciples. And when it came, some crazy things happened. Not to scare you, but some crazy things can happen when the Holy Spirit comes. I'm going to read a little bit of what happened in Acts 2. Again, we're going in. Acts 2, 2 through 4. It says this, suddenly, bless you, my friend. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then, what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared, settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit. And began speaking in other languages as Holy Spirit gave them this ability. What? I, I just want to just repeat like this one thing. Roaring of a mighty windstorm. <laughs> Flames or tongues of fire. Them bros were speaking in angelic tongues. Them boys were just, just getting blasted. A baptism of the Spirit just came upon them. And they were doing things they'd never done before. And what's crazy is this, that at the day of Pentecost, what was going on is in Jerusalem, they were like kind of like a Mecca place, a gathering place for a lot of people from a lot of different countries. The whole world basically would travel there. And when that happened to the disciples, they were speaking so loud that people outside can hear them. And there were different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different cultures, different people that heard their language being spoken in that room. And they're like, what is going on? How am I hearing Jews talking Ethiopian? 
How am I hearing Jews talking, talking like from people from Assyria or people from Asia Minor, Major, wherever, Africa, Lower Africa, wherever they came from. They were talking all these languages and they had no idea how to speak those languages. But Holy Spirit gave them the ability to speak those languages. And so then people thought they were drunk. Like these boys are drunk. These boys are wilding. Like what's going on up there? They, they have, are they having a party up there? Like, what's going on up there? And then Peter, Peter came and basically had to clear a lot of things up. He, he basically said that uh, that Holy Spirit came upon them. Not only did the Holy Spirit come upon them, but the Holy Spirit was actually giving them the ability to speak these words, speak these languages that people just, you know, didn't understand what was going on. They gave him that ability. And after that, he explained that he was basically... He gave his first preach under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And after he gave his first preach, 3,000 people became a believer that day. Now, what's fascinating to me is that, one, 3,000 people in a day? Come on, Peter, what in the world? Like, that's crazy. But what's fascinating to me is that that would not have happened if they didn't have Holy Spirit in them. That would not have happened. Holy Spirit gave them power for them to preach the word for them for, and for people to be so cut to the heart. They were cut to the heart by the words that Peter spoke. They were cut to the heart, cut to the soul. Like, oh my goodness, I want to repent. Oh my goodness, I got to do something. What do, I, what do I need to do, Pete? What do I need to do? Just repent and, 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 and get baptized and, and turn to God and, hey, live your life for God. And everybody in their mama got into the Jordan River probably and just got dumped and got baptized. That day, how do they do that? Because Holy Spirit was with them. Remember Jesus said, hey, if I don't leave, he won't come. But it's best that I leave because he's going to come and he's going to give you power. He's going to clothe you from power on high. And he's going to actually enable you to do the same works I did, if not greater. What? Are you kidding me? And I'm looking at the acts. I'm looking at these. I'm looking at this. And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's an invitation for us to step into. That's an invitation for us to step into. We can do the same, if not greater works. Why? Because we have Holy Spirit who's with us. See, some people would be forgetting about Holy Spirit. People would be like marginalizing Holy Spirit. Man, Holy Spirit is the... If, if we, let me put it this way. We cannot live this Christian life without the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Trying to live this, holy, this, this Christian life without Holy Spirit is, 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 is a farce. It, it's not possible. You, can, you, you can't, you can't, you cannot, you don't have the power to say no to sin all on your own. So I want to give you the heads up. The only person that can give you the power to say no to sin is the Holy Spirit. Okay, okay, we're going to keep it going, we're going to keep it going. And, and, and so, man, I see this, this principle of the Holy Spirit coming on the men, coming on the disciples and women. He came on men and women. He, he came on the people. And gave them power. And I'm seeing this principle take place. That Holy Spirit is in us for our sake. And upon us for the sake of the world. I'm going to say that again. The Holy Spirit is in us for our sake. But upon us for the sake of the world. Let me talk a little bit about why and how he is in us for our sake. There are three reasons that he is in us for our sake. The first reason 
is that he's in us because he's the deposit. He, the Holy Spirit, is the guarantee to the promise. Let me go to 2 Corinthians 1.22. 2 Corinthians 1.22, it says this, And he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. Did you catch that? Let me read it again. Listen. And he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. What I'm saying is this. Holy Spirit is the guarantee. He is the deposit. He is like the down payment almost for your salvation. He's like, I'm going to give this to you, and this is going to guarantee your salvation, and this is going to help you live unto him, and this is going to help you unravel all your promises that I'm going to give to you, and it's going to help you be the best you you can be right now. You have got a deposit of the kingdom in you right now because it's the Holy Spirit in you, and that can grow ever so, so, so better, bigger, grander. You all have a deposit, okay? Ephesians 1.14, if you think I'm playing, check it out. Ephesians 1.14 says this, the spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance. Inheritance means that you don't have to work for it. You don't have to work for it. This is a, this is, this is a gift. This is not a wage. It's not a wage. You don't work for this thing, and you don't expect it because you worked for it. It's a gift. It's an inheritance. The Spirit is God's uh, guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised because of his goodness and, and that he has purchased us to be his own people. So Holy Spirit is basically the guarantee, the deposit to mark us, to let us know, let the whole world know that you, you belong to me. You're mine, and I'm going to take care of you like a good father. And Holy Spirit's going to make sure that he's going to be your tutor. He's going to be your guide. He's going to help you understand the truth and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. See, he's got you. He's going to help us. He's, his, his other nickname is the helper. Okay, you guys getting this? Okay, so first, he's the deposit. He's a guarantee to salvation and to all kinds of good things to mark us to know that we are his sons and daughters. One. The second thing is that he guides us into truth. He guides us into truth. John 16, 13 says this, when the spirit of truth, another nickname for Holy Spirit, I told y'all this guy's running with nicknames. I'm telling you, spirit of truth, voice of truth, spirit of truth is, is, is amazing. So when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will speak on his own, but will tell you what he's heard. He, I'm sorry, he will not, he will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he's heard. So, okay, example. He's going to guide us into truth. He's going to guide us into all truth, right? One of the ways he does that, 
Is, have, you ever, have you ever been like reading the Bible one day? You read the Bible, you read the scripture like over and 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 over again. And then that one time you read that same scripture, you read over and over again. And it's like, oh, snap. What? That was there this whole time? What? This is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry. This is so good. Why are you hiding this from me? Because Holy Spirit just illuminated the truth to you just then. He illuminated the truth. That's why we must understand the Holy Spirit is in us to help us understand more truth. You ever prayed one day and next thing you know, you're probably in the shower, you know, I don't know, and you're praying. And next thing you know, you get an aha moment in the shower like, oh, I feel like God spoke to me. I feel like I got an idea, a good, a really good divine idea. Holy Spirit probably gave you that idea. It's illuminating truth to how you should treat one another maybe to how you should go about things in your life. You ever been worshiping? And, and, you wor and you hear the same song on WBGL all the time. And you're like, this song is kind of whack. I don't want to hear it no more. And then that one day, you hear that one song that you thought was whack, and you're like, wait a minute, let me listen to the lyrics again on that. What? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me, but this, this song is speaking to my soul. That's Holy Spirit illuminating truth. That's Holy Spirit illuminating truth. I'm telling you, Holy Spirit illuminates more than you think in your life. He brings to life scripture. He brings to life the, the God thoughts and all that. So I'm going to move on the next point. So first, he's a guarantee. He's a deposit. The second, he guides us into all truth because he's a spirit of truth. That's why he's got the nickname, the bomb nickname, spirit of truth, the voice of truth, because he guides us into all the truth and nothing but the truth, right? Now, lastly, the third point, and this is not all he does, but we're just going to do three because if we did all he does, y'all wouldn't have gone home. Y'all wouldn't be going home. Y'all wouldn't be going anywhere, okay? We'd be like straight having church all night, you know what I'm saying? Two o'clock in the morning, you know what I mean? Okay, well, anyways, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we will go on. So I'm going to be nice to y'all. I'll give y'all three, okay? The last thing, last point, he convicts us of our righteousness. He convicts us of our righteousness. Now, let me read this crazy passage, okay? So, so Jesus tells his disciples, if, if I don't go away, he won't come. But if I go away, he will come. And you want him to come. And the next, very next verse, he basically explains what the spirit of truth will do on earth. Check out what he says. This is red, hashtag red scripts on him. This is what Jesus the Christ said, okay? He says this, verse 8, and when he comes... He will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. Okay, Clay, what are you talking about? Like, what's he talking about? I, I, I'm lost. 
Okay, let's keep reading. Verse 9, he's going to explain a little bit more, okay? The world's sin is that it refuses to believe me. So, Holy Spirit is convicting the world, people who don't believe God, of its sin. We have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And, but are blessed by his gift, by his righteousness as a gift. We are, we, 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 if we are in the world, we don't believe in him. Holy Spirit is, his job is to convict the world of their sin. Not us, him. And he didn't condemn. He's not condemning. He's not judging. He's not shaming. He's convicting. I needed it when I was living in the world. There was a conviction that only Holy Spirit can bring that led me to repentance. Okay, now the second piece, second piece, righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Who's Jesus talking to? He's talking to his crew. He's talking to his bros and sisters. He's talking to the disciples. You are righteous because I made you righteous. My blood's now covering you. You are righteous. And if they're righteous, then pass that down the line to the church. We all are righteous. And because we all are righteous, Holy Spirit's job is to convict believers, the church, of their righteousness. Not their sin. Because when we're in him, we don't have any sin. He casts our sin as far as the east is from the west. He says, what sin? You have no more sin because my son died for you. And if you're saying you have sin, you're basically saying the blood of Jesus wasn't enough. Okay. So... He doesn't convict us of our sin. He convicts us of our righteousness. What's that look like, Clay? Well, if you're speeding, Holy Spirit's probably in the air talking about, yo, you, you a son. Yo, you a daughter. What are you doing? You're supposed to be falling in the law, Clay. That's what sons do. I know. I'm sorry. Ah, yes, I'm good. Somebody passes you up on the, you know, someone's in the fast lane going so slow, driving Miss Daisy, and you're minding your own business. You got to slow 20 miles an hour slower, and you're like, will you get over, get over, get over, and they finally pull their butt over, and you want to pass them and give them the look of condemnation, like, what are you doing? What are you doing, dude? What are you doing, dude? It's like, yo, that's not what sons do, bro. What you doing condemning? Yes, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Okay. Yes. He didn't convict me of my sin. He's reminding me who I am. He's reminding me of who I am. The Holy Spirit convicts us of our righteousness. So when you feel that prick in your soul, when you feel that prick in your heart, when you feel that prick, when you're watching things, you know you're not supposed to be watching. If Jesus was right here just chilling, watching with you, how would you be feeling? Ah, turn it off. I can't see that soft porn no more. 
I cannot see this wanton violence for no reason. No, my, no. I, what am I doing wasting my time? I'm convicted of my righteousness. I need to get my butt up and do something that's going to be worthwhile. I'm not saying that Netflix is evil. I'm not saying that. Don't hear me say what I'm not saying. I watch Netflix. I watch. I got Amazon Prime on them. I got Hulu. I, I got all that. You know what I'm saying? I love me some movies. I do movies. Sometimes I get convicted when I watch stuff, though. And I will walk my butt up out of movie theater if, I, if I'm getting convicted. Because he convicts us of our righteousness. Judgment, verse 11, judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. He's coming to, to judge the, the enemy, Satan, that snake. He judged him already. You're already judged because he's God. Holy Spirit's God. And Holy Spirit's the only one who could bring righteous judgment on everybody. He will bring righteous judgment on everybody, especially the one who needs to be judged the most, the deceiver, the father of lies. Okay, we're going to keep it going. Whoa. So he never shames, he never condemns, but he reminds us who we are in him. Ah, it's Holy Spirit. Guys, three things. He's in us for our sake to, one, as a deposit. So he's in us for our sake as a deposit. He's in us to guide us into all truth and nothing but the truth to help us live this Christian life out, to help us talk like, walk like, act like Jesus on every level of our life, to even think like him. Because we have power to think like him. Remember that? Talk about that. We, we have control over our, over our thought life too. So he's going to help us do all that, and he's going to convict us of our righteousness. So now he's, he's in us for our sake for all those things. But, yo, he's upon us, upon us for the sake of the world. He's in us for our sake, but upon us for the sake of the world. Well, Clay, how in the world is he upon us? What does that look like? Talk about that. Well, we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about that for the next seven weeks. A lot. Because we need, we need it. We need equip. We need to equip, we need to understand, we need a revelation of this thing. But today I want to focus on what it looks like for Holy Spirit to come upon someone so you can detect it. Because the Holy Spirit does bubble over. He's supposed to bubble over, right? Put it this way, okay. Every Christian may have the Holy Spirit, but not every Christian is filled with the Holy Spirit. Every Christian has the Holy Spirit, but not every Christian is filled and stirred with the Holy Spirit. Take a snow globe. I, I, I try to ask my leaders if they had a snow globe, but everybody gave me crickets, so I'm, I'm not mad at y'all. So I'm just going to imagine. So if, like, I had a snow globe, and you have it sitting down, all the snow is on the bottom, right? It's settled, right? That's a picture of probably what Holy Spirit's like in most people's lives now. But when you take that snow globe and you shake it up, shake it up, shake it up, shake it, bam, all of what happens, what happens? All that snow just goes all over the place, right? It's just percolating. It's like just, it's full of life. It's filled. It's stirred. The Holy Spirit stirs. We all need to be filled with the Holy Spirit all the time so we can actually go after it. Burn. Let's, ah, for the kingdom. <laughs> Let's, oh, let's worship. You know, some people, some people like when they don't have the Holy Spirit filled up, they worship like this. Me, me, 
And then, but then when they're filled, they'd be like, oh, snap. Woo! Hey! I'm kind of giving a rock, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, oh, oh. And then you're like, ah! You know, some people just be like, though, when they're not filled, though, you just keep your hands in your pockets. You're like, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or like this. Listen, if you're in the presence of God for real, you're definitely not going to be like this. There's nobody going to be like this. Not a body. Ephesians 5.18 says this, guys. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life, right? Okay, I know we're on a college campus and y'all like, yeah, I just got convicted of my righteousness. <laughs> I get it. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's Paul's words, inspired by Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. What's that mean? Filled. Filled, that word in Hebrew, that word in, um, in, in Greek, I'm sorry, in Greek, is a perfect present tense word, which means to be ever filled, to be filled all the time, to be filled continuously, not just one time and you're done, to be filled all the time, every time, each and every day if you can, to always be filled. I need to be filled. I need to be stirred. Every time I go, I'm going to be like, hey, pray for me, pray for me. I want to be filled. Or Holy Spirit, come, come in me. I want to be stirred. How do I get stirred? You get stirred by people praying for you. You get stirred by going to conferences. You get stirred by going to that woman's conference. Women, if you're here, holla. Destin, all day, all day. You get stirred by hanging with people like Phil over here. You know what I'm saying? You get stirred by hanging with people like Jake over here. You get stirred by doing community. You get stirred by going to church and actually doing community with church and worshiping with reckless abandonment. You get stirred by hearing words and allowing it to penetrate your heart so that you can do something about it and repent, meaning to change your mind to live a different way. You get stirred. By reading the word and like, yo, Holy Spirit, open the eyes of my heart. Open the eyes of my heart so I may see you in a new light. Lord, I want to see you. And bam, oh my goodness, he's answering your prayer. You get stirred, guys. The Spirit stirs you. We don't, we don't have the luxury to be walking around out here on campus as no sedentary Christian. There's no Christian with the spirit all down to our soles of our feet. I don't care. I'm good. No, you're not. We're not good. We're not good. We need to be stirred up. Why? Because we need power flowing through us. We need a power of God flowing through us so we can preach the gospel and people come to Jesus. We need the power of God flowing through us so we can actually be bold enough to actually talk about Jesus in public. People think that Jesus is some pariah world. He ain't a pariah world. The world made him a pariah world. And who do you think the world's God is? Ah, I did not think I was going to be preaching today. But hmm. So what's it look like to be filled? i got to stay on track for a minute because I, I want to teach. i got to be responsible. I want to teach some things. What's it look like to be filled with the, with the Spirit so we know, so we understand, so we're not thrown off track, so we're not all caught off guard in this thing? Well, it looks a lot of different ways. Okay, you've probably seen it already in worship, but 
uh, it feels like maybe heat's going through your body. Maybe you're feeling a warmth in your chest, a warmth in your hands, a warmth in wherever in your, in your body. It could be that you're sweating. You have this, this sweating going on. You're sweating profusely. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't usually sweat, but you're sweating. You know, arm pits all you know, wet and everything. You know what I mean? Crazy. It could be that you, you are, you're shaking. You're, sh- you're, you know, you're shaking like, oh, my goodness, why, why is my hand shaking? You know, the Holy Spirit's probably coming upon you for something. Um, it could be that you're crying. You don't know why you're crying, but you're crying. You know, when I first came to Jesus, every time I heard worship music, I, w- I would cry every time. Every single time I'm driving, I'm listening to my cast and crowns, or I'm listening to my, to my, to my group, and I'm like, oh, what's going on? I'm crying. And I'm like, I don't know, it's not a, it's not a cry because I did anything wrong. It's a cry because of the, I'm overwhelmed by the love of God on my life. Cry. It could be that the Holy Spirit comes upon you and there's a weightiness. There's a weightiness and like you kind of want to like, like, go like that. And if that's happening, it's probably because the Lord's commissioning you for something. Because the weighty glory, it's a weighty glory coming upon you. And it, it's like, you're weak at the knees and you're falling over. It's probably because the Lord's commissioning for you for something. It may be that you feel a burning in your tongue. That means that you have the gift of tongues, that you want to speak something out in an angelic tongue, meaning a tongue that's intelligible, unin- unintelligible, excuse me, that people don't understand. It can sound like, you know, something like that, something crazy, right? Yeah, it sounds crazy, but that's a tongue. That's the tongue, some, or it could be that you are used to speak things out intelligibly, prophesy. Okay, um, it could be mean that you are your hands are warm, meaning that you probably have a gift of healing rising up, and you just need to lay hands on somebody who's hurting. Um, it could be what else do I got here? Uh, oh, a feeling that you're high or drunk. You, you, I, I remember getting filled, and I'm like, try to get up, and I try to walk a straight line, and I couldn't walk a straight line. I'm like, okay, I just need to stop. And they were like, Clay, don't drive home, bro. I'm good. It could be, it could be that you are, um, uh, there's a, uh, not able to, to, uh, to talk correctly. I remember I got so smashed by the Spirit. I was, I was in my prayer room, and I couldn't talk. I literally couldn't talk right. And my baby girl, Regina, she was like, Clay, what is wrong with you? Like, she was getting mad at me. And I'm like, I don't know. You, you can't talk? I, it was crazy because before that, I got hit up with the, the laughter thing. Because when you get hit with the Spirit, maybe you just laugh. And you just can't help but to laugh. And Holy Spirit was giving me, we were kind of, it was, okay, I'm going to tell you. So we, I was in my prayer time, and as I'm praying, all of a sudden, I just start like getting a thought of how powerless the enemy was. And I'm like, that's hilarious, Lord. That's funny to me. I don't know why I'm laughing. And he's like, yeah, because I got you. 
I'm like, ah! Ah, 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 yo, and I'm just laughing. I'm laughing hysterically. I'm laughing so hard. I'm getting the ab workout, y'all. I'm getting the ab workout. My abs were on fire. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. I'm like dying laughing, right? And then like I'm doing that for like five minutes straight. And I'm like, God, stop, stop, God, stop. I'm dying, I'm dying. Ah! Oh, oh, snap, oh, snap. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord. I'm laughing because I can't talk straight. I'm like, this is, this is crazy. And then I go, and then Regina called me, Clay, get up here, I need you. And I'm like, oh, snap. I can't talk right in my head. I'm like, oh, snap. So I go up, and she's like, Clay, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, are you okay? She's like, are you okay? I'm like, and I couldn't talk. I couldn't talk. And that went on for like 30 minutes, and my kids were like wanting to pray over me. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, guys. I apologize. I just need to go lay down. And I laid down in bed, and I kind of like was able to be uh, intelligible after a while. So. Yeah, but that happens uh, in a whole bunch of other things. Now, what doesn't happen is things happening against your will. Because the Holy Spirit is a gentle God and he's a gentleman. And he will never do anything to you that you don't want to have happen to you. Okay? You've got to be in partnership with it. You've got to receive it. Secondly, uh, Holy Spirit does not do anything uncomfortable where, it, yeah, let me back it up. No, he does do things uncomfortable. That's why he's a comforter. That's another nickname for Holy Spirit. He's a comforter bringing you comfort in uncomfortable times. However, however, what he does is this. He, he, uh, he never brings pain in your life that's from the enemy. Put it that way. He never uses the enemy for pain. Now, let me get some volunteers. Let me get three volunteers. Okay, come on up. You. Okay. Uh, okay, come on up. Okay, one more ball. Can I get a lady? Okay, can I get you? Come up. How about you both? How about you both? Yeah, come on up. Yeah, both of you. Come stand right here. One, two, facing the people. Facing the people, facing the people right here. Okay, now here's what I want to do. I don't know these people what much. I know, the, I know you, I know you, but I don't really, I'm not, I did not. Ask them to volunteer. This is totally on them, okay? Have you guys ever been, have you guys ever encountered Holy Spirit before in a raw, raw way before? Okay, cool, cool. Now, what I'm going to do then, this is called, this is a clinic. I'm going to basically show, I'm going to show you guys what it looks like for Holy Spirit to come upon you. Not just in you, because everyone has the Holy Spirit in them, but when it's coming upon them, Okay. Now it's two different things, but we're going to do that. So what we're going to do is I'm going to ask all four of you just to relax. I know you got a lot of eyes on you. Just relax. Close your eyes. If you need to close your eyes, to zone in on just my voice um, and just hear what I've, I'm saying. I'm not going to touch you purposefully. 
because I don't want people to think that I'm trying to like provoke something or I don't want to, you know, I don't want anybody to think that there's like a power of persuasion going on right now. But what, all I want you to do is to like stand in a posture where you can receive and I would, I'd appreciate it if you can just put your hands out too like this if you can. Yeah, there you go. Okay, that's totally open like God, whatever you have for me, I'm ready, I'm yours, I'm, I'm down with it, I'm, I'm in, let's go. Okay, so that's basically what your body is saying to the spirit, okay? So I'm going to pray real quick, and it's going to be a simple prayer. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, come. He's laughing already. You see that? He's just laughing already. Okay, now I'm just going to say it again. Holy Spirit, come. Now, if the guys, if the people in the, in the place, I know, I know you're excited. If you guys cannot give any stimulus to them for right now. Just don't give any, don't call, don't egg it on. I'm just, the Holy Spirit got this. He's a big enough boy. He's going to take care of it, okay? All right. Okay. He's shaking. Lord, whatever you're doing, double it. Sometimes it takes a little while for people to tap into the presence, and that's okay, because it's like a mustard seed. It may start small and then just crescendo to something crazy. She's in swing, rack and forth. That's, that's good. That's a sign. More, Lord. Okay. Now, because... There is a ministry of transference going on. Touch, physical touch is a biblical thing. And, it, and, and, and for some reason, it amplifies what's happening. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to, like, take my two fingers right here and just, just touch them on their head gently, okay? And we'll see what happens to see if there's anything else that takes place, okay? So Holy Spirit, come. Her eyes are fluttering just now. She started like kind of moving back as though there's a weight hitting her, like glory hitting her. And her head is like kind of bobbing back and forth a little bit. <clears throat> okay. There was this power that just flowed through me. Just there's like there's a there's something God's doing right here. Um, and just you just have to wait. And when you pray for people, you keep your eyes open. Now see, um, I sometimes use catchers, and I sometimes have to catch myself because what happens, it was happening right now, she's getting really weak at the feet um, because there's a, a powerful, like a force right now upon her. And that was just from just me putting just literally my fingers on her head. I just tapped her head just there, just a tap. That's it. And kept, just kept it there. Okay? We'll see what happens here. I can sense there's a crescendo just bubbling up right here in her, in her midsection. And so if I had a lady with me, I would ask her to put her hand on their belly button and just keep it there and see what happens. See what she, see, I mean, she, I think she can resonate with that because there's something right now going on, like rivers of living water flowing through her right in the midsection. 
So I'm just going to blow just like when Jesus spoke to his disciples, he said, receive the Holy Spirit. He breathed on them. That's why I do on people sometimes because I just, I just allow Holy Spirit to just minister with that. So more, more, Lord. More, Lord. And there's this uh, like a sweet thing going on right here. All right. Lord, more, Lord. Yeah. There's sweat. He's sweating. You can't see it. Probably because he got the hoodie on, but, you know, it's all good, though, because Holy Spirit amplifies it. He was probably cold before he came up here. He's probably hot. Are you feeling warm, bro? A little bit? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay. More, Lord. I'm just going to put my hand on your chest. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. More. More, more. I'm like, I'm hardly touching this dude. And this guy's like glowing back. Like when, when, when Jesus told the guards that we're looking for Jesus of Nazareth, where is he at? And he said, I am he. They flew back and fell to the ground. There's a glory. There's a weighty glory that comes with the Lord. Now I'm going to just put my hands on his. More, Lord. Shh. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I, I got you. Got you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, more. That's the Holy Spirit coming upon him, stirring him up. We are stirring him up. Stir him up. Stir him up. Stir him up, Lord. Stir him up. Stir him up, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. More. 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 Shh. More. Thank you. Stir up, Lord. Stir him up, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> He's encountering something. I don't know, but it's good. But it's good. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Wow. Okay, now everybody stand up. Holy Spirit, thank you for being here. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for the revelation that's come. We pray, Father God, that this seed that's been planted bear fruit that remain and help us to understand who you are and how you love us, Lord, in every way. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. And we pray that this has helped stir and awaken you to live alive to God like never before. If you want to connect with us, let's go. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Alive